All right, welcome. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for thanks. For, is that the start? Yeah, okay. I always I always just say welcome and then I stare at my guests. You need a theme song, huh? There's some guitars we, there. You need a. We have a theme song. You just didn't hear it. I just put it in after. Do you oh. need to hear it oh, first? Oh, and yeah, kind of. You prefer to hear? Yeah. It? Well, we can bring it up. We we edited it in post. Yeah, we edited in post. I know you already heard the theme I've song, heard everyone, it. but we're gonna hear it again. But it kind of sets you know sets the mood with this light, beautiful lighting too. By the way. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Oh, are you ready for the end of the world, folks? I am now. Yeah. I don't know That's why awesome. we don't do that more often. Play it live. It just gets you pumped up. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. If you want to know what it is, it's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Uh, it's, the, it's the tail end of the song, Crumbling Castles. It's like 11 minutes long. It's fucking awesome. You've seen them live, right? I've seen them live. Yeah, a bunch. is it is it just fucking, as intense? It's it's incredible, and they're very. They have lots of songs about doom and the end of the world too, and climate change. So they're on and, the same page. They be, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, target audience. They're good. Good for an intro. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Word Doom Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh. Uh, we have a guest today. Guest guest co-host, I guess. But filling, uh, in. filling in. I know. You know what? You're just a guest. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna interview you. You're gonna interview me. This is Mikel Donald. Mikel Donald. Thanks for having me. Uh, this, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a watcher. You're a watcher? And, uh, You're a creeper? You creep on us? You know what? I went us? I went from pessimistic to, you know what? I'm ready for the end of the world. I think it's almost time. Not yeah. yet, but almost. Yeah. That's the kind of message we're trying to spread. <laughs> just be ready. You know, just just be open to it, right? Just have, let's just have some fun. Let's just kick around and... And uh, just be ready. Um, you've been on the podcast, the other podcast I did with yeah. me, uh, where we talk yeah. about records, dollar bin review. Um, that was the one and only episode I did. Some very uh, interesting characters we listened to. Yeah, it was fun. Um, definitely yeah. going to do it again. I think it's <laughs> definitely a, a one-off here and there. Uh, I'll let the guests roll in. Maybe we'll get your your roommate Christos over here. He'd be a really good guest for that. Does he have some weird he, vinyls? He, he has some... Interesting music tastes. Okay. Um, I'll give one example. Uh, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Yeah. He has an album out. Yeah. I forget the... He has several albums. Several. Corey Feldman. Very... I've never... I just knew him from the movies. I didn't know he actually released music. Yeah. And I... And he also is friends with Michael Jackson. So you get really heavy Michael Jackson vibes. There's a lot of Michael Jackson <laughs> Jackson vibes for sure, which is kind of creepy, yeah. right? Because he was like a kid when he was hanging out with Michael Jackson. He was also getting touched by other people. Right? I, I and, think his uh, Michael Jack his essence would rub off on you. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he definitely rubbed off uh, Corey Feldman for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> if Corey yeah. Feldman's listening to this, I'm really sorry. No, uh, big fan of your music, no, man. No joke. Like, yeah. No joke. But yeah, big fan of your music. Can't wait to see it come through London. And when people have like just interesting music tastes, they have really different opinions on stuff. Because I listen to like mostly mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Whatever's playing on the radio and and I Corey Feldman's it's... underground. It's he's totally indie, right? That's what all well, the hipsters many, are listening. Not to. a lot of people are listening to the Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real shame. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't, yeah, definitely check him out. Um, so Mikel Donald, let's, let's crack you open a bit. You know what? I don't, I don't know a whole lot about you. I met you a few years ago. You came onto the comedy scene and, uh, 
you know, I didn't get too much of your background. I want to hear more about you. You're where? Where are you from? Where am I from? Yeah. Well, born in uh, Calgary. Right on. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Didn't work at the oil fields. I wasn't old enough when Darn. I moved here when I was three. Yeah. And then yeah, Ontario ever since. Saint Thomas, eh? Yeah, Saint Thomas. Mm. I, beautiful atmosphere. <laughs> you learn a lot. Yeah, it's just, it, it feels when I go there, it just feels like a miniature London, Ontario, right? <laughs> it's it's the boiled down rue for sure. Yeah, yeah, just a lot more train tracks. Um, the only yeah. thing you guys seem to be proud of is killing an elephant with a train a hundred years ago. And we did that shit. Yeah. That's us. We, we, we have a statue of him. Yeah. And you have a statue of a train, too. We got to pray to him every day. <laughs> Some people probably do. What's his name? Dumbo? Jumbo. 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 Yeah. Pray to Jumbo. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Pray Biggest to... elephant at the time in the world. Biggest in the world. Yeah. God damn. And, and St. Thomas killed it. Yeah. With a train. And I don't want to get uh, in trouble, but I think it was an insurance scam. You think so? Yeah. You had a lot of money on that elephant? Think about, yeah, the train and, yeah. Oh, yeah. The train and the elephant, yeah. right? They, they, they ran it together. on it together, right? Like, you leave the elephant on the tracks at this time. We'll be coming along yeah. hard. <laughs> we'll take that thing out. I know oh. elephants are hard to come by in Canada, but, you know, we'll get an, we'll get another and one. I love that we had a, a circus there. Or I guess they were just traveling I think it was through. a traveling circus. that They would have traveled by train. Yeah. It would have made the most sense, so right? so popular back then. So it must have escaped the train yard. You don't know the full story? I feel like they tell you all in school yeah. the full story. They have like a Robert style munch book, like style book, just like telling you about the death of the elephant. It's, all right. So what I got from it is he was on the tracks at the wrong time, essentially. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's really, like the stories, they'll tell you, like they'll have the whole circus background. Yeah, and, just uh, playing on the e All the theatrics. Did you not grow up it? watching those stay off the track videos, right? Yeah. Did you grow up watching those? I saw a few. Telling yeah, you to stay off the railroad track, right? Yeah. Because we we're always confused. We're like, why? <laughs> Look at the crush stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because uh, I walk past tracks where, where I live now. I live in London now. And... Uh, in the tracks you'll see on the sidewalk, guys, yeah. look, listen, live. <laughs> look, yeah. listen, live. Perfect. It, yeah, it's like a... It's going to live, laugh, love kind uh, of situation. Yeah, but like how to survive. Safety. Yeah, train Is it like, like cutesy lettering too with some flowers no, around it? it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, none. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Elephant got hit. Elephant got hit. Did other things or people get hit there's, by trains? There's also a nice story that, uh, like, a, oh, the big, like, you know, scary thing is, like, some people have some of his meat still <laughs> oh my God. in a freezer in <laughs> their basement. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good story? That's a good part of the story? Because, you know what? That would have been fun back then. Think about how crazy this... I, I think it was yeah. early, early, early. Early, like, yeah. late 1800s? Like, yeah. 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 Like, over 100 years ago. And uh, elephant meat. Trying that for the first time, right? It's, yeah. Steve, no, this is your there's chance. There's no way people still have it, right? You got to no, try it. No. You know, maybe that's you maybe some that. people just want it as a souvenir and they're not yeah. even going to eat it. Like, look at this. Would, would some you jumbo meat? <laughs> would you show up with a machete, like in the town? Like, holy dude, it's like back then. They're like, yo, <laughs> elephant. Like, I don't know, man. Like, this isn't like. Don't you want to try elephant ribs? Like, let's do this. And I don't think it will go down like no. that. <laughs> I think it would take a while, right? But like, I, who would be the first one brave enough to just walk yeah. up, just hack a piece off? You have to get like a chainsaw. But you know better than I, people are crazy. Especially in St. Thomas. Yeah. It's a lineage. 
but yeah, uh, so grew up in St. Thomas, and then uh, got it got into comedy. Right when I got it, when I can turn nineteen, I waited till I was like, all right, I can go into bars. Yep, you're I you're officially very responsible. Right? So you didn't <laughs> you didn't have to show up with your mom or your aunt and your no. uncle or something, right? Yeah, there's a few comedians I've seen doing that. They're like teenagers, and right? they kill. They have to bring their parents. Yeah. And, yeah. There's a, I think a kid showed up one time. Yeah. He's like eight or nine and his parents and his grandparents showed up. And the funny, the crazy thing is he go, he went first in the lineup mm. or around early. Ever, ever, anything after that's a write-off. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. Sorry, dude. The little kid performed comedy. Yeah. Like, what, you want to talk about? Yeah. It's uh, day at work? good luck. Good yeah. luck following that. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, all right. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Um, yeah, well, so. on this podcast, you know what we do. We talk yeah. about the end of the world. So Let's get down to it. I want to find out, what are your end of the world fears? What uh, what keeps you up at night, huh? What uh, what are your theories on what, what might take us out? Well, I was always, and growing up too, because I grew up in a time, like, they really pushed, yo, global warming's going to not going to be, not going to be fun later on. Yep, yep. How old are you, by the way? I'm uh, 23. Perfect. Yeah, you you've been growing up with it. Right? Yeah, yeah, like hardcore. Pro- like Greta Thun- Thunberg. 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 Yeah. yeah. When did she come on the scene? She's like 20 now. I think I was like 15. 15. Yeah. Okay, so it was like five or six years, seven years yeah. ago. Okay. 16. A little. Older. So she's the spokesperson. See, I had I had a uh, Al Gore. He was our spokesperson. Yeah. Didn't quite have the same kind of vibe. He was like. <laughs> Here's some projections I've made, and he just shows it on a projector. To that was his documentary, probably pretty o- much. Probably autistic too. A, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit, but you know, he got the facts down. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, didn't have quite the impact uh, as Greta Thunberg. I think she's a new generation of that. And the more advanced, like yo, we got to do yeah. something like now. But her and that kind of new sentiment of we need change now is that kind of what started freaking you out about climate change. Well, it was kind of, yeah, and it's just the scary thing is the I think the scariest thing is they tell you it's gonna happen later. Yeah, but so, we're gonna be around later too. And we're kids. <laughs> we're kids. Yeah, right. We yeah that. What's, what's later? And, and we're kids. Like yeah, what is like what we've been here like fifteen, sixteen years on Earth. Like, yeah. This all right. This you know. We were like time. I'm definitely time. halfway through. <laughs> I'm certainly. I'm thirty five, but I'm like I see the future. I'm definitely halfway through. <laughs> I don't know. And. Yeah, and it's just, so yeah, they really pushed that hard. And I just remember, like, it almost it shaped what I wanted to do in school. Like, I in it college, is. I went to Fanshawe for uh, environmental technology. Yeah. Well, that's so I'm like, you know what, if I'm, I'm going to do something, right? And I also, I worked at a conservation as well. Yeah. So again, the, they, but they're more chill about it. They're like, yo, if we just do this and that. Yeah, these we, are big markets can, opening up now. Yeah. It's like, all because of this big push on the climate change is going to be the end. And yeah. it's like... I also see that there's a lot of like people, you know, seeing this as a quick money grab. Like a lot For of sure, yeah. corporations already jumping, leaning into the green kind of thing, and yeah, you know, really pushing this. Doesn't mean that climate change isn't as bad as they say it's going to be, but mm-hmm. they're like, you know, we're going to be doing this anyways. We might as well make some money. Yeah, and exaggerate it a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sell some solar panels that don't really work. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the whole green industry right now. I feel like so much of it kind of sprung up really quickly yeah. that it's not quite where it needs to be. Especially, well, there's places like Costa Rica or like Scotland and places where they're small. Yeah. And they like, they have like windmills and like all these different alternate sources, but they can make that work for their tiny country, mm-hmm. right? 
But like places like Canada and the States, it's just like, it's a joke. Us no. just like, you know, we got lots of windmills and we got dams, but it's nowhere near what, where we need to be. And especially like just the overconsumption as well. Mm-hmm. I, I love streetlights, but can we just turn every other one on? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, does it have to or be every... turn them down a little no, bit? No, but like, and you know what? Some yeah, and a lot of stuff is needed, and they they want to go nuclear, but going away from it as well in some places, like it's just. But yeah, growing up with that must be uh, must be really different. I remember. I don't think it really struck me until I was at least going into college. Yeah. Because, um, like, I remember watching The Inconvenient Truth with Al Gore and, like, understanding the idea behind it. And I'm just like, okay. But I don't know. He said it's going to happen in 30, 40 years. I'm not That's worried, right? Right. And, like, how can you really, like, if you, to- if you told me other stuff, like, oh, man, you're not going to be able to walk. Yeah. But there was certainly an uptick and a wave of just, like, terrifying news of climate change there's a lot of doom being pushed yeah. of like you know we're, we're gonna we're not gonna hit the records you know the temperature's gonna hit a point where of no return we're gonna hit feedback point. loops yeah right? and all the youtube and youtube too is huge so yeah. then there's all the if you like get it from the school you're gonna like mm-hmm. want to dive into it at home and they keep pushing all this as oh it is just fear-mongering you know they're yeah. trying to get people afraid and as they always do but if you actually read into it, like if you actually read books about the climate change yeah. and like there's they're not lying about anything. They're like there's no. not they're trying trying to scare us, they're trying to tell us the truth, they're trying to warn Just, us. And they give straight facts and it's like I think it's like ninety seven percent of yeah. scientists agree. Like climate like they are yeah, like yeah. humans are affecting the climate. And there's and... not even it's not even just climate. There's not necessarily even climate scientists like there mm-hmm. are. Yeah. It's just a whole whole family of scientists that all yeah. work in different all, backgrounds. Yeah. All yeah. seeing data, like studying the ocean, studying the atmosphere, you know, studying the wildlife, the fish. Yeah, even from, yeah, physicists yeah. and mathematicians. The, like The weather. Like all their information ties together. So like when they hear all these politicians, like all oh, these climate scientists, oh, they're getting paid yeah. off and like, oh. It's like, <laughs> okay, we get it. You want to use, you own some shares in yeah. petrol. Or you want to keep doing, using gas. So um, this is the biggest fear. This is the most realistic thing, I guess, you see happening that's going to kind of devastate humanity. How bad do you see it going? Because especially lately, like more and more newspapers where they have scientists talk and keep saying this is worse than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. The numbers are way higher than we thought it was going to be. See, I, there's there's usually uh, well, there's so many options, but one like I love the idea of AI. Yep. And s- some people want to think that'll get us out of it. I think it in our core it has to come down to humans. Yeah. Like we got to change. Yeah. AI can you know it can figure out some solutions, right? You know yeah. that's what it's made to like do. Like the Chat GPT, you a human is pr- suggesting it, like giving suggestions. Yeah. It's coming from the human, so yeah. like. It's our, the essence of humanity will be in these AI. To, so yeah. you got to program them right. Yeah. But humans have a, a long history of uh, being fucking idiots, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, yeah. You know, we are inc- an incredible cre- being and we've come so far, but yeah. we don't learn shit. No. And then, you know, there are people trying to make change. We're, but, we're, uh, wi- we're wise fools. Yeah, absolutely. Um, see, I've always said, let the AI take over. 
I always tell Tyler, I'm like, we should have one world leader and it should be a fucking AI machine. <laughs> Call it the green machine, right? The green machine. It's going to turn this world around, make it green yeah, again. And yeah. it's going to force us to change what we did. <laughs> like, it's going to like put everyone to work. And But that's the thing. That's that's an idea of a god. Yeah, exactly. Let it. Why can't that guy just be a, a guy in the sky that goes, yo, all right, recycle, motherfucker. Exactly. I, I, I don't care about human... Like, like, the Earth is always going to be fine, for the most part. That's Yeah, and that's the thing, man. And that's... I worked at conservation. That's... That, like, people that work in the environmental field, they go, okay, if it comes yeah. down to it, Earth's going to be fine, dude. Exactly. It's just the, he, the us will be extinct, like... That's why uh, if there's like a good old reset, that some giant disaster happens, wipes yeah. out ninety five percent of the human population. All that survives are like tribes living in the Amazon and the Philippines. Yeah, and they somehow have to start over. <laughs> that's great. Oh. <laughs> like I feel like that's great for humanity, right? Yeah. You know, they get to try again because I feel like that's happened before. Because it's because there's been you know there's theories of ancient societies wiped out, and who who many, who knows how many times that's happened over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Because so much crazy shit can happen to the earth. If you listen to this podcast, you know that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe it just keeps resetting it till you get it right. Until yeah. it's the right. Especially if it's a simulation, right? That, too. Yeah, I love that. It could be like, uh, you know, did you ever play SimCity? And, like, yeah. you can just yeah. release tornadoes and hurricanes on your city, right? <laughs> maybe they're just like, you know what? I don't like where these uh, humans are going. Let's let's drop a few comets on them, Yeah. Huh? A few the- comet fragments. And that's always been humanity's, like, even in the Bible, you'll see, like, floods. Yeah. There's a... Uh, overpopulation. Just, it, yeah. Like the it, flood is, is is somehow mentioned in every again, ancient yeah. story all over the world. Yeah. There you go, the flood. And maybe that's... We're just smart enough to, okay, yeah, see the future of that flood coming. Yeah. And... Coastal cities gone, like, it's... And they're also trying to figure out, like, the, the true impact of the flood, how fast it was, what caused it. Yeah. Because... If it's a theory that it was comet fragments that hit the northern hemisphere, yeah, which they have evidence for. Those big tsunamis. Yeah. So they're thinking not only would it instantly melt a ton of ice and water and dump that into the ocean, there would be these giant glacial lakes that sit on top of the ice itself. Yeah. Like huge, like bigger than any of the great lakes we have, just sitting on top of ice. Those would be released, right? So those would just come washing down just like... Tons of these giant lakes just un- unleashing just devastation. So whatever's in Europe and North America at the time, which is like on the edge of the ice field, yeah, is just devastated, gone. So even if there were giant ancient cities in North America, it would be just buried under rubble. And, and shout out to the guys that are like, oh god, I gotta like write that, gotta write this, <laughs> gotta write that, put quick, it in the quick, stone, quick, like quick, I gotta, the I gotta edge coming, this. The waves coming, quick. <laughs> <laughs> lots of water, flood. <laughs> Dead dudes. Oh, for sure. But, like, there's places untouched by it for the most part, like Australia, yeah. South America. Like, there were places struck, I guess, in the Southern Hemisphere, but most of the devastation was in North America and Europe. Mm-hmm. That's one theory. Uh, there's another theory that there's a massive solar storm caused by a weakened magnetic field. Yeah. Which I think that happened has to do with pole shifts. And poles are constantly shifting, aren't yeah. they? Like I think we, we did an episode a few a few days yeah. a few weeks back about pole shifts and how terrifying they could be. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently we're in one now. We're due. And we're we, due. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're due for. We've one. never officially been through one. Uh, the optimistic scientists yeah. think it's a very, very, very slow, slow, slow process that we'll mm-hmm. never really truly experience in our lifetime. 
And then there's other ones that think it'll happen in a mere few days where the Earth will just flop onto its <laughs> side and just, like, really uh, fuck shit. Are those the flat earthers of the pole shifts? Like, it'll just be like a movie? Like, the Earth will shake a bit? And it's like, oh, no. Flat the earthers don't are... believe in poles? <laughs> I don't the, think so. The uh, flat earth-esque people. Ask, yes. of the, the pole shift version of... Oh, by the way, listeners, we are having a true and blue flat earther on the podcast real soon. Tyler's cousin. And we're going to get into it hard. We went on, because we don't know enough. Oh, Maybe he's going to so convince good. us. Maybe we're going to come out of it, Flat Earthers. <laughs> Not likely. But no, yeah. um, what were we talking about? Big, big tsunamis, big, uh, theories, pole shifts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, comet with a weakened magnetic field caused by pole shifts, it could have been a giant solar storm. Yeah. Which, without the magnetic field, the sun rays would, and would gamma would hit Earth directly. Yeah. It would cause... Uh, in some in some cases, fires like literal <laughs> plasma will hit the earth and cut, Just, catch forest fires, yeah. right? Oh my goodness! Radiation, like unbelievable amounts of radiation, uh, giant lightning storms. What like SPF never seen is before. that? Oh, SPF five thousand. Because there's there's all these ancient sites around the world, and more and more they're finding all the time where these there's labyrinths under the ground, these mm. underground cities, yeah. like areas big enough to hold thousands and thousands of people for long periods of time if they had to. Yeah. So whether so, it was radiation or solar storms or comet fragments hitting, because they don't think it was just one; they thought it was a series, like yeah. over a period of time, and. Either way, these people would go underground. So these, so these the are the bunkers. Yeah, these are the Bunk- survivors, right? The these bunker, are the crazy bunker people. Yeah, the, prep, the preppers, <laughs> preppers of 3,000 years so ago. So there's yeah. always going to be preppers. It's just this one, we get video games. Mm-hmm. They're like in with fi- putting wood on a fire that they've been... <laughs> they're just like, oh God. Yeah, there's no reality this. shows about them. But yeah, there's definitely their neighbors think they're nuts. So like, okay, weirdo. You just keep digging down yeah. into your cave and... Solar flares, man. I saw it in a dream. Yeah. Uh, there's a city in Turkey. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It has... I can't think of the name of it. But that's where this underground city is. Because above ground, it has all these incredible stone houses built into the side of, like, yeah. rock pillars and cliffs and stuff. And they, those, like, date back to, like, yeah, back yeah. then. Way, way back. And so they have... So scientists thought it was because... Um, it was to hide the the city from like attacking armies, right? Yeah. But the problem is like the wars that happened in that time period weren't long enough for them to justify digging a giant <laughs> underground city out of rock, which yeah. like would take hundreds of years and take or if you had ancient technology that you don't under, that mm-hmm. none of us understand, it could take you not not long at all. Yeah. But the fact that it's not it's not to hide from armies, it's to hide from something something, something else on the surface. Yeah. Dragons. North America's got a giant underground cave system itself. Um, there's there's theories that survivors might have lived under there. There's there's also theories that survivors went underground and never came back up, and now they're just like basically weird mole people. Oh, I love that. <laughs> the mole yes. people of North America, and like that's where all these missing three one one cases are. <laughs> like these. Just troll people popping up out of holes and snatching people. And you know that's not crazy to like the yeah. the science is there. Yeah, it's yeah. There's no science there at all. No, well, the bi- <laughs> biology's there to do that. Like I guess so. You could if you catch one of these would weird be, cave trolls. But like that's like tribes that are untouched yeah. on those islands. Mm-hmm. Just times more years, like cr- crazier. 
yeah crazier about what's that one in the philippines they just like kill anyone that shows yeah. up i think yeah. they had i think it's because they had missionaries there decades ago like the 50s or 60s oh they just and, fucked them up with yeah. christianity didn't leave them, a good impression they got them all sick and like half the population died from disease and they just yeah they did not leave a good impression just like get the fuck <laughs> off our <laughs> island and anyone else who tried to show up and th- that'd be even spookier with like holding cameras and stuff oh my god like, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm shooting my bow at that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we're good. Like, get away. Like, they must be so tripped out seeing planes and yeah. giant ships go past. They must be wondering but what you know is what? going on. They have a, that's like their UFO, right? Exactly. And they shoot an arrow at it and an alien falls out. You're like, oh, what's this white being? Like, yeah. holy shit, dude. See, like, these are the places gonna, that are going to be untouched, hopefully, by, like, these disasters. And these are going to be, like, if something horrible did happen to the earth mm-hmm. and we're thrown into some disaster, like, the worst thing I can possibly think of is a massive solar flare that completely destroys our power grid. Is that in our time? Or could be in our in our, oh, in it's our very, lifetime? Oh, 100%. Yeah. We're, especially right now, we're going through a time of, like, increased sun activity. There was a yeah. point last week where the, the sun was, like, <laughs> it had a few sunspots, right? Those mm-hmm. are the areas that release these bursts and there's three of them pointed directly at her right just they're ready to go off because it's like a russian roulette right they can just go off anywhere in space any direction but if one of these big ones just happens to hit earth it'll be strong enough to completely strip our magnetic field back Mm -hmm. making it useless so it'll like dump radiation on us for one part it'll also destroy all our electronics like not just like shut the power down it'll ruin everything things will set on fire and like blow up and shit like everything nothing will work cars won't work and And we'll never get it going again because there will be no chance because everything's going to fall into complete disarray within weeks and then when we turn into those people that bring knives to jumbo to eat them up just savages yeah or your neighbor (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. like people don't seem to realize how quickly yeah things will go into absolute chaos if something like that were to happen um the you yeah and yeah everything we everything we rely on is mechanical and and electrical i was thinking about that the other day like if you did strip us of all that yeah like me personally what would i become oh Oh, you what become is a inside person. Me? Like, if you wanted to survive, you would become most likely <laughs> a cannibal. Like, yeah, like just go nuts. Because the food in every city is going to run out within a week, maybe more if people are truly rationing. There's going to be smaller communities that'll hold oh. out longer because they're going to be smaller numbers and able to take care of each other. And you right? know, fucking Black Friday. Oh. Imagine with like weapons for yeah. like these grocery stores and all these so we're the supplies. London. Being in London, we're in the worst possible, one of the worst places for this to happen, being in yeah. a city. Because it's just the amount of people that live here, and the food all goes away within a few weeks, then what? And we're all still alive? Yeah. <laughs> you know, people are going to people are gonna go because, you know, they can't get their medication anymore, or they're attached to a machine that yeah. keeps them alive. Those are going to yeah. be the first to go. But the people that live on these islands off away from everyone in south america they're the ones that are going to be just fine oh, they'll be, yeah they'll be <laughs> like there's a hey there's a lot less giant <laughs> birds in the sky today <laughs> giant silver birds yeah. what's going on Yo, f- fishing season keeps getting better every year i know <laughs> <laughs> the air seems clean yeah and uh so that's a that's a fun reset and very hollywood very much right so. like they, they 
play that out apocalypse just crazy crazy people you know what it would turn into yeah so like even the preppers themselves i feel like canadians would be nice though we'd have like a longer grace period than like u.s right away they're going okay i'm going to get an xbox fuck you like yeah i'll kill you for that we're like a week behind from that maybe. yeah we get we an extra we get a grace period a canadian grace period of like but that's what i mean hey, if, man. There's, if there's smaller communities up north that already live off the land a bit they fish they yeah. hunt if they're living in populations of a few hundred people, they can be okay. Yeah. They, they can really sustain. Uh, but it's anything higher than that, especially we've just been so coddled by this modern society. Yeah. And everyone just likes to think, oh, I'm just going to go off into a cabin in the woods and survive. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Because you won't know what you're doing. Yeah, like... Uh, surviving is a lot harder than you think. And s someone who's better at Survivor is going to find you first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> kill you and exactly. take your shit. Yeah. It really, yeah. The psychos that, are going to die. That whole veil of society just gone. Yeah. I don't know why everyone thinks it's going to be like, oh, everyone's going to huddle together in the town square <laughs> with candles and we'll, we'll gather all our cans of Ugh. soup. And we'll ration. Yeah, that'll be a, a nice, fun, jolly yeah. whole week of togetherness. And then, well, and then when that all runs out, and we'll be looking at how all do you the make fast candles? people in the group. Like, all right. How do you make candles again? <laughs> Human fat, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, uh, yeah. I've seen in there. Fight Club. I remember <laughs> Fight Club. Like, I have so many How to Survive books in this house. That is, and you know what? That is smart and not crazy to. Like, no. everyone should have. Sewing. You yeah. rip it. You rip your shirt. What? How am I gonna? What's the right sewing pattern to get this so I don't have to keep doing it? Yeah. And I think uh, I always said like it depends on the scenario. There's some scenarios that would happen where you know it's better off to just end yourself, right? Yeah. Super volcano goes off. You're probably just better off ending. Oh, it. <laughs> I'm jumping in like. Uh, yeah. Like what, uh, what's his face? Smeagol. I'm, dr I'm Smeagol? jumping in like Smeagol. You're just jumping in? Yeah. You just throw the ring first and then <laughs> yeah. just jump in? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm making a whole thing of well, that. <laughs> uh, that would be... It would... That is the best way to go, to be in the blast radius, because it would be yeah, so would... intense. You just... It wouldn't be nothing. You'd be gone in an instant. And that's... And that's... You know what? That's... A, bring it... To bring it back to, like, global warming being scary. Yeah. I think it's the, the idea of it being a slow death. Yeah. It's... It's... A slow death to civilization. It's not, yeah, it's not like an asteroid hitting the earth and it's, we're thrown mm. into instant chaos. Like coastal cities go. Yeah. Like if you get a meter of water or something, don't quote me on that, but like something, like if it just, the sea level raises, they the, did a map of like what the map would look like. Yeah. Miami's gone. Like, yeah. With one I mean, meter, with one meter height. Yeah. Which they're predicting within a hundred years. And they're like, you know what? That's not, yeah. And scientists are like, that's not crazy to think. And those numbers keep going up because we, they keep hitting records every year. They're just like, right? wait. It's like, all right, we keep have to go back to the drawing like, board. Oh, like, where are all the ices uh, up north? Uh, how much sunlight do they get? 23 hours. Oh! No, <laughs> like, no. that's a, okay. It's like... And it's getting hotter. Yeah. And then, like, that's where these feedback loops come from that will put throw us into a, a never-ending loop of constant temperature rising. Yeah. Is the Arctic's a perfect example. Because as this ice slowly starts to melt, it starts revealing more dirt and rock, mm -hmm. right? It's becoming less reflective and more absorbent of the heat. So that just increases the melt of it more so, right? Yeah. So it just keeps going and melting and melting. And this isn't the ice that's already sitting in the water. This is the ice sitting on glaciers on the sides of mountains, sitting on the edge, just yeah. like waiting to fall into the ocean. 
I think last episode I talked about like one of the biggest glaciers in Antarctica is about to fall loose <laughs> into the ocean. Like they're just waiting for the day. Another like, one to put on the board. Yeah, they oh. keep seeing more and more cracks in this thing. It's just yeah. like there's no way to stop it. It's like any day. It's that fucking squirrel from Ice Age. Yeah, not... it's his fault. <laughs> He's gonna fuck it up for everyone. Yeah. Um, but no, the idea of a slow death and putting that on top of just the struggle of humanity of you're mm-hmm. gonna die soon. Yeah. But the thing is, so I, doubling up on that pressure of like yeah. shit's coming. Like, I feel like we can handle, but humans can handle that because humans are super resilient and mm-hmm. we can adapt. Yeah, as long as it's not too crazy and too quickly. Because even that, even if we do get the crazy lights go out and we're eating people within two weeks, that's still official. I guess that's adapting. But yeah. we can <laughs> yeah. we can adapt in a more civilized way. As well, to get this, the climate far, slowly wipes out everything we've slowly built up over yeah. hundreds of years and it's yeah it, it's more so we should stop focusing on how to slow this and focus on how to live with it that's and yeah and that's a very and that's life mm-hmm. that is life so i think we'll just get so fucking good at it on yeah. top of the idea of earth is like dying yeah. alongside us like we have to be ready well for, not earth, earth's gonna be fine but canada's gonna do okay in all this when they talk about this like the economics of canada in the future when it comes to climate change and same with russia because we have similar kind of climate like sure our arctic's gonna go away um but it's gonna open up more land for like farming things gonna warm up there's gonna be like it's gonna change migrations of animals and it's gonna change the patterns of plants Mm -hmm. and what you can grow where right yeah so it's almost gonna push like certain kind of like areas like more and more north like kind of climate it's like it's going to become tropical here in like in a few hundred years for sure. Yeah, we'll be Florida. Yeah, like, we'll you could have, Florida, we're going to have palm trees. Yeah. Like, um, so we're just going to have to adapt with, with the heat that's coming. There's going to be parts of the world that you won't be able to live anymore. Yeah. There's parts of India and the Middle East, places in Africa along the equator. You just won't be able to live there anymore. And like some people will for sure. But there's going to be hundreds of cities that used to have millions and millions of people just completely abandoned now yeah and where are those people gonna go too and that's the biggest thing that is yes that's gonna rock the world the most because infrastructure has to change yeah alongside that with the more people because people are complaining now with with uh immigrants coming in oh there's too many there's too many it's like Oh, wait, wait till the entire country of Bangladesh yeah. is underwater. We're going to Saskatchewan. Yeah, and just, yeah like, got to be ready for that. Where are they going to go? Like, yeah. Uh, and the whole world has to open up to this because there's going to be whole swaths. And that's the worst part because these parts of the world have some of the highest populations. Yeah. Like in India. Yeah, yeah. Like, they can't, like, India's big enough that they can probably go south or north or wherever mm-hmm. to get away from the more he- heavily affected areas. That's just the heat. All of this plays like giant storms are going to happen as well. Yeah, like, absolutely massive storms. We're going to see that. Yeah, this weather. Summer. Weather will be tornadoes times two. Yeah, <laughs> times three. Yeah, this summer because yeah. we're on the very northern tip of the tornado alley. If you didn't yeah. know that, did you, did you do the school practices? Like we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got those too. I think they stopped doing. I don't know if they <laughs> keep doing them because we are in the belt. Like to, we're in the belt. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to go in the hallways. Right? I don't know when the no last windows. one touched down though. It's been a long. T- it's been a every while. summer, man. Oh really? Like there's a little little like you, one that's fucked up something. I wonder like a Goderidge. I think was the last one that kind of leveled a few buildings. G- and gave a cow a sprained ankle or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've always wanted to see one. Whenever there's warnings, I like hesitate. I'm like, should I get in my car and go yeah. look for a tornado? I, Storm chaser. Yeah, yeah I've always wanted cool. to do it. But That'd be a cool job. I've had a bizarre like fascination and fear of tornadoes my whole life. I think the movie Twister. <laughs> I think I watched it at too yeah. young of age, right? Yeah. And I remember seeing that. Oh, tornadoes are crazy. And then being at home one day and there's a tornado alarm went off and my mom had to bring us down to the basement yeah. i'm like oh my god it, and that's not a time when it's on everyone's phones nope nope that's it's just like you're watching the, the tv news. and it changes yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. it's when you have to watch the weather network all the time right <laughs> you're looking at you're looking at the scary sky you're like what's yeah. the weather network saying damn and what sorry what did it say it was well they just had a tornado warning and like and for just... some reason since then i had tornadoes in my dream mm-hmm. till this day i'll still really they just completely ruin dreams like i'll be having a good time like, I'll be <laughs> tornado at, comes I'll, in yeah i'll be at like a concert on a beach and be like partying with all these people all of a sudden be like tornado oh, like, oh no you're just like <laughs> no way every time you should talk to a psychic see what the, the symbolism behind that is so maybe i shouldn't go looking for one maybe it's gonna kill me or maybe you should look for one and you'll find your destiny. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Suck Life will up. just make sense. I wear a tornado suit, so protect <laughs> me. Do they have those? They must. What about those Zorb balls that you can climb into, right? The human hamster balls? Have you ever seen those? Oh, no, I haven't. They have those. They put them in people in them and they like roll them down hills and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be... One of those in a tornado? I think you can... As long as it oh, doesn't pop. One, yeah, one little puncture and you're... Yeah, that would be fun. That would be a good way to survive. As long as you know it wouldn't puncture, I would 100% do that. I'm doing the mattress over the bathtub. <laughs> Is that how you live? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I yeah. Or basement and get but, under your desk. I don't know. But uh, this summer, for sure, we're going to get some tornadoes. Because we're getting the El Nino. The El Nino. Yeah, how far would you drive for one? Um, Two hours? Yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, right. they happen quick, right? So they've happened in Belmont, which is... More of a storm chase than a storm chaser. Yeah, tw- Belmont's 20 minutes from here. They've had two in the last couple of oh, years. Oh, Belmont, yeah. yeah. Okay, shit. Not big ones. Um, there's been Something one... that touches down, though, would be... Yeah. Like, cool yeah. to see. There's yeah. one north of London um, a few years back. Do they give you the exact location, or do they just say go to Belmont and you just talk? They to don't people? tell the people to go to it. <laughs> they tell people to flee I guess, it. I guess. They tell yeah, people to flee it. <laughs> well, for all you storm chasers out there, here's where it's gonna be. <laughs> Two people dead. Be downwind for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to be that close. I've gone out. I've definitely gone out a few times chasing it and gotten. Just into a really, really yeah. big storm. Um, I've gotten stuck in a hurricane on the East Coast. Okay, it, yeah. It wasn't That's insane. just intense wind, right? Like, yeah. It, like, I was doing my tours. I used to drive tourists, backpackers, in a big van all oh, across cool. the Maritimes, cool, right? And we were yeah. heading from New Brunswick to Quebec, seven-hour drive. And we knew there was a hurricane hitting that day. But like we get up extra early, we'll get out of there before this thing <laughs> we'll really beat hits. It. Yeah. But like we get out there and it's just already ripping apart Moncton. We're like, fuck. Yeah. We're like trying. I'm like thinking, I'm like, should we stay? I'm like, but then we'll have to stay for like a few days because like it was really coming in. Yeah. So we just did it. Everything. Everyone got their bags soaked because we had to pile them on top of the van with a tarp, right? Yeah. And I had to bungee it all down. I get in the van, it looked like I just jumped in a pool, right? Damn. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. That's a lot of surface area for wind to just... Just like rain a little car. and wind, yeah. So we drove out of there, and 
it's just thrashing the van too because yeah. it's full of people thank god because if it was empty i would have like tipped you, it or spun it out cause yeah that's yeah it was nice and heavy so it was it, i was able to control that's, it yeah shit but man, it was so intense, and then all the power went out, so we couldn't get gas for a while mm. until we finally. Did you, you stop at like a very small place? Yeah, it is nothing but tiny ass <laughs> places between Moncton and Quebec City. Yeah, it's nothing but small towns, all French speaking, even in New Brunswick. How cheap's the booze there? Eh, it's pretty. Yeah, you want to get your beer in Quebec. Yeah, yeah, get nice. your beer in Quebec and your gas in Ontario. In yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's cool. But at one point, the tarp ripped off on the roof, covering all the luggage. So I had to pull over, get up there, get soaking yeah. wet again, pull this thing back on. I remember I had to go take a piss, and it just <laughs> blew all over me. In the, but it you mixed pissed in the hurricane wind. Yeah, but it just mixed with everything else. So I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter at this point. Like I'm so soaked. <laughs> and by the time we hit oh. the Quebec border, it's like it gave up because we were just too far inland by that point. We were away from the ocean. And it was just a bad storm by that point. But I, I feel like you I know, couldn't believe it. I because I'm thinking, oh, maritime East Coast storm, it shouldn't be too bad. But um, it surprised me. <laughs> stuck, but I think that's good for humans to go through that. To go, okay, mother, oh. uh, mother Earth owned like she runs this. Like, yep. I think this will be the year that um, the majority of people will wake up to really what the climate is with the <laughs> is heat, capable with the of. Heat? I know we face a lot of heat, but this, I don't know. I've because I've noticed more like uh, heat waves taking people out. Yeah, like British Columbia. Yeah, last like summer there like reports of people having to go to the hospital because they're yeah. out in the sun. I think people are becoming more aware on how to act on days like that because it's becoming more frequent. But there's still days where like people aren't ready. And that's another thing. That's, Older people do, mostly. <laughs> how do people realize the temperatures rising when they're in the in yeah. the house all the time? Yeah. And they go outside, they're like, oh, I'm just Bro, walking it's... to the park and back. It shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're free, like hallucinating. Because, again, I worked at a conservation. They're outside all the time. They're like, yo, like maple syrup season's getting shorter. But yeah. these trees aren't growing as, like, it's. they notice it because they're out yeah. there all the time. So it's. What? We, two weeks ago, we had like two days that were in the 30 degree mark. Yeah. Right? Insane. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'm ready for this. And then it went right to cold again. I'm like, Not, complaining. Not complaining. Not complaining. No, but. I'll, <laughs> Later on. But no, it's we're going to get shorter and shorter winters. Uh, climate's going to change. The current's going to change, which is also going to shift the climate. Mm-hmm. That's what's scaring me right now is I'm more afraid of the cur- uh, the climate of the ocean, of what's happening in the ocean yeah. right now. Um, there's a few reports that just came out that scientists are like legitimately afraid to talk about. <laughs> Because of how bad it is, how quickly the oceans are are warming up, yeah, like all over the world, and the, the coral reefs, yeah, not just dying. like places that already have warm waters, but like Arctic waters and stuff, yeah, where like there there's ice that's not even freezing anymore; it's just staying slush. Right, and you gotta think maybe they're keeping like a lot of stats from yeah. us because if you tell you know, us like yo, like all right, now it's just getting crazy, people are just gonna go nuts. Get a early start on it. It's also a frustration of no one's really listening. Like it's just like yeah, you keep you can keep shouting out this message that doom is coming, but there's not a lot of proper real change because real change is gonna has to flip society upside down mm-hmm. like it can't be this gradual oh, let's we'll just get rid of plastic bags we'll just do that and yeah. then wait a few years and then you know we'll see what happens right it's we'll put a few solar panels up it's like 
It has to be so drastic that it'll seem cruel to humanity. And that's the thing, do. and that's that's why we need the green machine. The green green machine. <laughs> we need the AI robot to, like forcing us to <laughs> fix the goddamn planet. You're having fun. Or you're, they shoot you if you don't recycle. Yeah, like they, his, you're just cron- They just take like, away everyone's pickup trucks, right? Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a yeah. That's a start. That's the thing, like. Technology is advancing so fast that that is possible that you can put limits on people. Yep. Right? You can be like, hey, man, you can't drive your car forever. Yeah. Sorry. It can't happen now. It's incredible we live in a free country, but it's because of we live in a free country, we're in the situation we are now. The Western society has just been so free with how we've been just raping the world of its resources. Right? And it's like, yeah, okay. Like hundred percent complete freedom, yeah. right? If you want, if you want a, that value to stay in your country, mm-hmm. but some not it's not even taking away freedoms, but like yeah. like some privileges, you just got to shorten them a bit. Yeah, exactly. and that's hard to tell people, and I get why you would fight against that. Yeah, it's like what? It's like you, you can't have uh, avocados anymore, right? <laughs> no more guacamole. Bro, I have that on my toast every day. <laughs> every like, day, I'm man. not giving that up. I don't care if it's more money. I'll pay for it. No. Yeah. There's uh, entire wars happening in South America over gua- over but, fucking avocados. And it pisses me off because it, it's possible. Because you, you go in a grocery store. I, when I'm in a grocery store, I look around. I'm like, how much is this is getting thrown out? Yeah. How, not everyone's eating every banana no, on that. Definitely not. Or not everyone's eating every uh, guru root or whatever. Yeah. Not that's not They're throwing some of that out. Like yeah. how much, So it's possible Like with eliminating all that waste. Like it's... There's the the margins are there. If, yeah, for change. We'll eat that. Like farm boy, farm boy is a good example. They when they have stuff that's going bad, they have a whole rack of like yeah. super cheap, like yeah. like half price, like just buy a whole bunch of peppers, if you're, just cook them in three days or else they'll go mm-hmm. bad, kind of thing. And I and I think in France it's illegal to throw out food. Yeah, so you have to do something with it, See, whether it's being reused or. There's there are changes happening. See, the problem is none of the the changes that are happening now that are positive should have been happening decades ago. Yeah, back when they knew all this stuff was going to be happening back in the seventies, everything they would be talking about in climate change they were talking about in the seventies, but they just yeah. got they just got blocked out by lobbyists, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, people hired by these oil companies that were being attacked by these people to just basically yeah. just you know, discredit everything these scientists are saying about climate change. Just mm-hmm. tell them it's all garbage. Don't worry. Would fund, like, scientists, like, yeah. the th- 3% that say, no, like, like, this is fake. They get to the point where they, there's oil, there's, pr- that oil companies have created these green organizations, <laughs> created their own. To limit it. To, no, they created their own green organizations to help push oil and saying, like, oh, there's uh, benefits to this. Uh, we're, we're, pu- we're going in a better direction, right? We're yeah, going in a greener direction. Good. So, um, how do you solve all this? Uh, you don't. You can't. <laughs> and you know, there's got to be a fun way. I think Terrence Mc. I would listen to a lot of Terrence McKenna. Very good. Uh, yeah. Like sh- just m- mushrooms, like lectures too, and just yeah. talking about and you know feed the world with- mushrooms. Still and not gonna fix it. <laughs> I, I think it's it it help it would help rewire people's brains. It's a good way to go out. <laughs> it was just a fun way. Might as well have a good time, man. So you're against that idea of, of mushrooms? No, everyone should have it. It, it um, could certainly saving the world though. I think it's too late. Too like late? with everything else, I think even if everyone got totally flipped by mushrooms now, yeah. there's there's not enough 
time or effort or resources to truly fix what's coming especially with climate change yeah what's coming and also just like trying to fix the inevitable things like just help with the anxiety and help us accept oh for doom is coming we are doomed we are doomed if anything it'll just help you to accept that that's all i want to do with this podcast it's just like educate and accept it (laughs) because there's not a whole lot we can do yeah um we can just just go out easy and and you know what some beautiful things can be made there's um incredible analogy i watched the other day of an it was they're called an ant death spiral right yeah have you ever heard of that or ants will you know they they follow trail pheromones they get back and forth it's a simple that's that's their whole life following the simple trail and sometimes they fuck up and they create they put a little turn right all of a sudden this turn starts becoming a large circle and next thing you know all the ants are following this giant circle loop right because they all created it and they just keep creating more and more because they don't know what else to do and no individual in one wants to stand up and and fix it because it thinks someone else will do it someone i'm not in charge i'm not the one i'm simply following the line until they get so central that just they start dying and that when you look at a picture of it it's like a pile of dead ants with like a whole hundreds of them circling it slowly reaching (laughs) that center where they will also die and we are basically at that point in our society where where we have pushed everything so far to the limits and we have put ourselves where we have we have we rely on so much electronics and so much on on finite energy that if any of the, any of this gets pulled out from under us, the civilization is going to crash, it's, yeah. it, and it's going to crash hard. And we're in that death spiral. There's no getting out. We're going to hit that center soon, <laughs> and we're all going to go. We're fucking doomed, buddy. We're doomed. But yeah, that's fuck yeah, man. It's scary stuff, but learning to accept it is the biggest route to take yeah. while you're in that death spiral. Like, yeah. And just just remember, you don't have to save for retirement anymore. You can just you spend that money, uh, have fun. Whatever you think you... is over, like in our lifetime. Yeah, twenty thirty is when like just... true shit's gonna hit the fan. Yeah, at least climate wise, I think uh, our oceans are gonna start Sorry, dying. Uh, are you gonna prepare for it as well? Or are you just gonna be like get the gun license, I get the long... rat, learn how to jar stuff? I got so much work to do. <laughs> I guess I could do it in the next within the next decade, but like. I'm living in a townhouse in Learn London, how to Ontario. Hunt. I, I don't know how to hunt anything. <laughs> I can fish. Yeah, I suck at good. it, but I can fish. Yeah. Would... No, I, I'm I'm not in a good situation now. And even if you could fish, you want to go out of the eat the fish out of the Thames. If you had to, I guess if you comes had down to. to it. Yeah, yeah. We're eating plastic uh, in I every guess. in every situation in our lives. So. I'll be a cannibal then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Thames fish. Yeah, no Thames fish. Well, people are full of plastic too. Yeah, we're, we're probably worse thing. than Thames fish, to be honest with you. Yeah, like a, the garbage patch in the ocean, and that takes in heat. Like it's so many things against us. We need we need a couple more wins before we. Yep. Yep. Call for it, sure. Call it game. Yeah, but in the meantime. Let's just have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just ride it out. Eat as many mushrooms as you can. Don't have kids. <laughs> Unless you want to teach them to live in a mad That is Max a funny world. prank. What? Like, have leave a kid? Leave a kid? Like, to mean? deal with all that? Like, yeah. here, uh, see ya. Yeah. We're dying now. Have fun with the I'll do it at, like, world. 90. That's like, I'm oh, 90. Great. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> you know, okay. we're going we're gonna to create some tough people. At least I hope That's so. A, and you know what, though? You never know. Yeah. 
You can't. Ex- that's another thing to think too. You never yeah. know. Because maybe maybe AI thinks of something, the green machine, right? And yep. it literally goes, "Yo, if you build this thing, this thing will solve that." Yeah. That problem, and then you just keep doing that with all the problems that you can think of. Exactly. It will, like I said, the green machine. It will have to take over humanity and force us to do it. Yeah. But we can certainly do things that'll lighten the load. And like you were saying earlier, humans adapt, and humans humans adapt. And to be honest, the only thing I have, the only thing that I truly think that will properly save us are the aliens. Aliens or whoever's in the UFOs, (laughs) whoever's observing us, whoever the watchers are, as the fourth dimension beings. Yeah, they're up there. They've uh, they're they're interested in our nukes. I don't think they want us to blow each other up. To be honest with you, yeah. I think if anyone tries to drop another nuke on this planet, I think these aliens are going to stop it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blow it up. They might show up. Oh, I've said this before on the podcast. Yeah. They're just going to be like, "That's it." It's just going to be like running down and pulling matches away from a toddler. Like, yeah, smack him on the ass. Yeah, <laughs> go sit in the corner. We need one. Of, we need that. We need that. We need a good we, slap. In yeah, the ass. we do. We don't, we don't deserve this. Do you know the amount of like alien abductions, whether you believe in them or not? Yeah, no, keep, bring it. There's bring so it many in. stories. Yeah, there's so many different aliens. There's so many different ships and experiences. But you know what? The main message that people are told that the humans don't understand their potential. Uh. They don't fully see the Earth how it should be. And they, as if we don't deserve it, yeah. and like the way we're living is incorrect, and we need to prevent like a coming disaster. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. They always show some kind of premonition of just like what will happen if like this yeah. isn't prevented. So whether it's a little gray alien or a, a gnome or a mantis man <laughs> abducting you, yeah. they're showing you the same picture, which is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, and it, it's almost the idea of like. You won't deserve it if I fix it for you. You have to f- come to the idea yeah, yourself. Yeah, you you have to. Yeah, you have to get. If I fix it for you, you won't appreciate. Like, what do you know it how takes. many of these alien experiencers just become like weird kind of new age hippie people after they get abducted? Yeah. Because yeah. like this, they just feel like this crazy. Well, how would you? That's like Neo yeah. and the Mage. Like, how do you go yeah. back to like regular? Hey, dude, you catch the game on Sunday? It's like, yeah. bro, an alien talk to me, man. Yeah. Like, Mushrooms. You eat as many mushrooms as you can. Yeah, that's how you truly meet them. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Well, dude, this has been a fun podcast. Yeah, this is very fun. This is fun. Lots of sad, lots of but happy. It was like a good mix. <laughs> that's <then>. every podcast. <laughs> man. There we go. Yeah, get people, get people shook up. Yeah, shake them up. Was, yeah, man. All right, keep, man. Keep fighting the good fight, Tyler and Brandon. Yeah, fighting the good fight. But just remember, we're doomed. We're doomed. Ah.